0: You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Next up on Destination Freedom.
1: Oh, wow. Look at it. I mean, looking at her, is she real? I mean, is she a real woman? Is she alive?
2: Alive? Well, I'm sure, she's alive in there somewhere. With the power of preservation and technology, sometimes you can't tell. I do know. There is no other woman built like this beast. Her body, skin, and hair makes her more than just an average woman. Go on. Take a closer look. That's what she's here for.
0: Destination Freedom Black Radio Days podcast a copyrighted program of No Credits Production LLC I'm producer and director Doniel Betts After a global race war, the year is 2071, we find a world full of life chips, skin sealers and the beige nation The world has tried to eliminate all the dark skinned people, there are no traces of dark skinned people are are there? Next on Destination Freedom Black Radio Days, cages by Kenya Fashaw Featuring Nadia Jackson, Kurt Soderstrom, Latifah Johnson, Leray Evans. Produced and directed by Danielle Vetz. Next on Destination Freedom Cages.
3: Be free. free. The year is 2071.
0: We come up on a scary, rundown carnival. The carnival looks abandoned with old, rusty carnival booths. (laughs) Seen as an old man. He's filthy with suspenders and overalls. He's announcing a new featured freak attraction at the carnival. Hurry, hurry, hurry.
2: Step right up. You don't want to miss this oddity of a freak. Step right up. Only one life, Chip. Hurry, hurry, hurry. You don't want to miss this.
0: Hmm. He sees a young woman walking by. She is of the Beige Nation, a New World Order, where there's no more dark-skinned people. Hey you!
2: Curly! Who, me? Yeah, you. How you doing, little lady? Lovely day to see a freak, am I right?
1: A freak, you say? Well, 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 sure. What kind of freak, mister? Oh,
2: little lady. Once I reveal to you what's in this box, you're going to be amazed. This is the first time in a long time the freak has been exposed. What's your name, little lady? Ebony. (laughs) Ebony? You're
1: kidding, right? Kidding? (laughs) What do you mean?
2: I mean your name. Uh, uh, Ah, forget it. You wouldn't understand. The name's Billy Bob. Put it there.
0: <sighs> Billy Bob wipes his disgusting nose and holds his hand out. <laughs> Ebony is reluctant to touch his hand.
1: Uh, uh, popcorn.
2: Oh, right. <laughs> well, Ebony, it's your lucky day. For one whole life, Chip. Chip. You will be able to see the freakiest of all freaks, a once in a lifetime phenomenon that's been tucked
0: away for years. Billy Bob holds out his wrist where his life chips are implanted to receive his money. Ebony holds her wrist to his in excitement. The wrists both beat once payment is received. As Billy Bob searches for his key to open a cage, a bloody hand falls out of his jacket. Oh, great.
2: There's always someone's hand in my pocket. (laughs) Now, prepare yourself to see the most bizarre, the most odd, the most beastly-looking creature you'll ever see in your entire life.
1: What do you mean? It's not you?
0: (laughs) You want to see it or not? Of course I do. The man slowly turns the cage. Inside the cage is a black woman, young and strong. She has chains on her neck and hands. She is still and unresponsive, posing like an artifact in a museum. Bob approaches her slowly and unlocks her cage. Ebony circles the woman in amazement.
4: wow,
1: look at it. I mean, look at her. Is she real? I mean, is she a real woman? Is she alive?
2: Alive? sure she's alive in there somewhere. With the power of preservation and technology, sometimes you can't tell. I do know there is no other woman built like this beast. Her body, skin, and hair makes her more than just an average woman. And more of a threat to society. <laughs> I've chained her up just in case. These people are pretty dangerous. Dangerous?
0: In every way. Go on. Take a closer look. That's what she's here for. Billy Bob hands her a measuring stick. Ebony walks around the black woman slowly, observing her entire body from top to bottom. She stops, facing the rear end of the black woman.
1: (laughs) Wow. Look at her gratuitous buttocks. It's massive. I've never seen anything like this. Her hair, her skin. It's... It's dark like mocha beans. Her eyes look so deep. I can tell she has much to say. You know, I think I've heard of these people. Even seen a picture of one once. My grandfather had a picture of this dark-skinned man with cotton-like hair. My grandfather said he was like a brother to him. I guess people were forbidden to carry proof of there ever being dark-skinned people in the world. He told me to keep it a secret for fear of my life as well. It felt wrong.
2: I assure you, darling, it's never been more alt-right. You've heard of the race war, haven't you?
1: I know a little about the race war. It started the racial cleansing. It was like reliving the Holocaust all over again. Wait a minute. How is it that there are no traces of dark-skinned people around anywhere, yet here you are with a perfectly well intact one?
2: Well, Ebony, I don't think that's any of your concern.
1: I think it is. I wanna know. What happened to her? Was she there at the racial cleansing?
2: The year was 2020. The ingenious spark that we called our 45th president of these United States started it all. He called to action to get rid of these darkies for good. We got tired of them running our great country into the ground and
1: disobeying
2: the laws of our land.
1: So what did you do?
2: <laughs> we started with poison, contaminating the waters in the neighborhoods and till it turned darker than them. (laughs) We got bombs, found every holy roly church we could find and boom, flames and fire. I served on the force for over 20 years as sheriff and I like to get my hands dirty. I pulled out my pistol and every time I seen one of them darkies jumping around, I started shooting them dead. One, pow, by one. wiped out thousands. Would have been millions, but some got away. They fled on boats and planes before we could get our hands on them. Wasn't easy, though. Lost a lot of good blood in that war. The rest of the darkies we held captive. Forced them to breed with the whites. We were able to create a mass genocidal rape until their race faded. Smile, little lady. It's 2071, and we've almost completely conquered and defeated these darkies. We're working towards being a more homogeneous nation. (laughs) Our differences is what made us war against each other. But now...
1: We just find other differences to war about.
2: Look here, Ebony. We serve the beige nation now. The world is so much better this way. Nah, you're just a kid. You don't know any different. And this here darky, this winch is worth a lot of money, dead or alive. She's one of the last of her kind.
1: Haven't seen one of these darkies for the last 40 years. Does she have some kind of superhuman genetic makeup or something? Her features are over-elaborated and she still looks fresh. No signs of aging.
2: Uh, I used a preservation device called the body sealer. It was given to me by the United States government to preserve good white blood at the time, but (laughs) I thought it'd be much more fun to use it on the (laughs) darky. She's been a cash machine ever since.
0: Ebony taps into her life chip implanted to her wrist to find information on the woman.
1: My life chip has no history on her at all. The government really made dark-skinned people disappear? This is crazy! She looks like she has a family somewhere, people who care about her. Why would anyone want to do this?
2: I know you don't understand the world, little girl. But in order to gain back control, we needed to chain these darkies up. Then we poisoned them with their own hateful thoughts about themselves. I've already sent her mind into a paraplegic mental space where, (laughs) under my control, she's been stuck inside her own mind ever since. We're safer this way, girly. Trust me.
1: You're a special kind of scumbucket, aren't you? Safer? She doesn't look scary at all. She's just human.
2: Human? (laughs) That's funny. I doubt she could compare. And you're right. I am a special kind of scum. I'd like to say I'm proud of that. I've been dedicating to making our beautiful beige patriotic country great again. And we can't get it done with these darkies in the way of our...
0: Billy Bob is cut off. He disappears and nothing but his hat and pistol remain. What? What the heck was
1: that? Hey, mister. Mister, what was that?
0: Ebony looks around for Billy Bob, but he's no longer there. Terrified, Ebony looks up at Black Woman. Black Woman, who's been frozen in her cage, begins to speak.
3: Ain't I a woman?
1: Excuse me? Did you just say something? Ain't I a woman? Yes, yes, you are a woman. Wait a minute, how did you?
3: Speak? I speak with Sarah Bartman trapped in between my lips. I wear the shame of hot and taut Venus. I embodied the ridiculed superpowers of Serena Williams. Michelle Obama lives in the thickness of these hips. I come from a product of their shadows.
4: I am black woman.
1: And who in the hell are you? <laughs> right, uh look, I don't know what's going on or what happened to that guy. I think uh, Billy Bob was his name? He was just here, and then he vanished. Billy Bob? That
3: name. I know that name. The man who kidnapped me. I remember him. Kidnapped? Day after day. Night after night. Mr. Bob kept me in this cage for people like you to stare and laugh at. Like I was some damn circus animal. His hold on my body consisted of lies and brainwashing. I I, I don't know how or, or why, but he's a big part of all this pain inside me. So if he did vanish, I hope he's
1: dead and maggots eat his flesh and bone. Okay, wait a minute. Is this some kind of joke? Is this part of the freak show? Joke? Freak show? So you think I'm a freak too? No! I just thought, look, the creepy guy had you chained up, not me. He said you were one of the last of your kind since the racial cleansing. It's all coming back to me.
3: I remember the racial cleansing. Wait, wait, what year is it?
1: 2071. 2071? Oh, I
3: can't believe this.
1: Look. I'm not here to hurt you or anything. I've never seen your kind before. My grandfather was good friends to a darky long ago, and, and What he- did you say? Did, did you just say darkie? <laughs> uh, well, you see, there's no more dark-skinned people in our world. Only mixed races. We are all of the beige nation now. And in this city, there is absolutely nothing that looks like you. We refer to you or people as Darkies. I'm sorry, does that offend you? You have no idea. I didn't mean to offend you. Well, you... Uh, uh, uh,
0: uh, uh. Black woman holds her head in agony.
1: The pain
3: in my head. Oh, oh, oh. It's helping me to remember. I, I'm starting to remember it all. The year was 2020 and... A race war had broken out because
1: of that dumbass president! Yeah, I remember! He provoked it all! He's not dumb. He's iconic. There was a huge mural and statue made in his honor. He's our hero. Hero? I don't believe a hero allows innocent
3: people to die so tragically. I can remember a bomb going through my church window. There was so much smoke that I had to run out of the church into the streets where people were rioting and fighting and and they were looting all over. I remember running, looking for help. I needed to find someone in their right mind to make sense of it all. A man. He snatched me up and and, and put me in a van with other women and most of them were black and brown women and, and there were no windows to see. I remember driving for hours we would never see the light of day. I just knew he was gonna kill us. Then an old pale face opened the van doors and shoved us into a cold empty basement, then blackout. A hypnotist came to visit us faithfully every month and he would bring me out of my cage for unlookers. He called it a human zoo. Myself and other young ladies were involved and he dressed us up and paraded us around like horses. I can still see those people's faces. Visions of them surrounding me and, and examining every inch of me. I, I, I can't talk. I, I can't move. and Somehow, the hypnotist brainwashed us. I remember looking out at people and, and, and not being able to say anything. It was like something else
1: took control. My goodness. That's really heavy. I'm so sorry that happened to you. Do you remember your name? What should I call you?
3: Call me? You still haven't told me who you were yet. Why are you so curious about me anyway?
1: I apologize. I just want to know more about you. You seem so... So... So what? Wild and exotic?
3: Well, that's typical coming from a dumb, naive little girl like you. You don't know anything about your history, do you?
1: Oh, you have no right to call me dumb or naive. You don't know me.
3: But you want to know me. Is that all you think I am? Wild and exotic? You have no right to use me for your consumption. My existence and my structural being is not here for your observation or science experiment.
1: What are you talking about? I didn't do anything to you. Why are you getting so angry? Are you going to kill me too? Kill? Who said I killed
3: anybody? I'm not a killer, but you can be my first victim. Hey,
1: I'm not afraid to call the police. (laughs) The police. Here we go with calling the police. Believe Bob said you might be dangerous. Dangerous?
3: Do I look dangerous or do I look like a woman trying to break free from here? Because I express myself, it's not always warranted for law enforcement. But I felt you touching me. I heard you. You were measuring my body and commenting on my, uh, what did you call it? Oh yeah, gratuitous Gratuitous. buttocks. Treating me as if I were some animal in a petting
1: zoo. Just like the rest of them. Uh, 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 uh. Again, I apologize. I don't think you're an animal at all. I'm not going to call the police, okay? So please, just calm down. Uh, Are you okay? uh, Don't tell me to calm down. I need to get the hell out of here.
0: Black woman tries to run but falls from the pain in her head.
1: I can help you get out of here. But I can promise you, if anyone notices you, we're both dead. So we have to be careful. The Beige Nation are afraid of what they don't understand, you know? Story of my life.
3: I'm tired of explaining who I am. Tired of wanting them to feel comfortable. Tired of being stared at like some freak. And I don't give a damn about your help.
1: Wait! Can I at least take a picture? No one is ever going to believe this. What?!
3: I was right. You are dumb and naive. I'm out of here. Don't follow me. Wait! They'll kill you out
4: there. Please.
0: All of a sudden, Ebony's life chip goes off and begins to give her a definition of a black woman.
4: Black woman is both a multifaceted cultural identity and powerful social construct. It includes women of the African diaspora... Black women have sometimes been seen in stereotypical ways, resulting in an increased risk for them. But they have also been important leaders throughout human history. What is
1: that
3: thing? Sounds like it knows what it's talking about.
1: It's my life chip. We all have them planted in our wrists. Life chip? Oh, the world is
3: so different now.
1: But still the same. At least my life chip finally gave me some kind of history on you.
3: A life chip? A life chip can't tell you anything about me. Only I can tell you my story. Before all this went down, life for the black woman was already hard. To be a black woman in America is to be resented, challenged at every turn, overwatched, second-guessed, treated with scorn, and even envied. We're not allowed to come out of the cages they kept trying to put us in. The feelings of being inadequate, is now my truth.
1: I'd never put you in a cage. I'm sure if you tried to explain what happened, people would take the time to get to know you. I mean, that's what I'm doing, right? They just need to hear your truth.
3: (laughs) That's classic. It doesn't matter how you act. No matter how nice, no matter how calm, no matter how patient, no matter how level-headed and understanding you are, My skin color determines my fate before I speak. You will never know how it feels to be seen as more aggressive or undesirable. I've been labeled the angry black woman just because I had an opinion. A black woman's energy is drained just trying to keep up with not being too much. All the while, not being enough. I think I heard something. Heard what? People talking. People? Oh no. I knew I should have tried to run out of here when I had the chance. So where's your help now, huh? Where is
1: it? I can still help you. I just got caught up in your story that I forgot what we were doing. I'm sorry. So so what do we do? Um, uh. Um, uh what? Uh, I don't know. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Uh, I can hide you somewhere. Uh, quick,
3: back in the cage. You must have lost your mind. There's no way I'm going back in there. I've
1: been wasting time with you. They're going to kill me. Why don't you just turn yourself in and see what happens? I mean, what kind of life is that, to live anyway? Always on the run? They'd catch up to you eventually.
3: <laughs>
1: that might be the smartest thing you've
3: said. There's nothing out there for me anymore. Where would I go? I don't even have my family.
1: You have me. <laughs> for now. But we have to move quickly. I can hear the people getting closer. We have to go. These people mean you no
0: good. Black woman sits down in deep thought. She notices Billy Bob's gun lying on the ground, picks it up quickly, and points it at Ebony.
1: People like you? Whoa. Whoa, whoa, what are you doing? That's the worst possible solution right now. Please, put down
3: the gun. Is it? You're just like them, aren't you? You want to buy and sell my body, too. Is that why you were measuring me? What? No! Not at all! I'm sorry, I I, I just wanted to help. Uh, uh, no! Stop it, no! Get away from me, get away from me! It's your fault, America! You, you refuse to see me. Can you see me now? It's just me and you, America. I'm tired of fighting. I'm tired of running, tired of having to be strong all the damn time. My strength is not measured by how much pain I endured from you, America. You stole from me and destroyed everything I cared about. You lied to me, told me I was a part of your land of the free. (laughs) Red, white, and blue lights flashing, not to save us, but to prey on us. I've been entrapped all my life dealing with your double oppressions all my life having to prove my existence matters the black woman matters she is a goddess you hear me america goddess the ruler of this universe an infinite spirit i will shine forever
0: black woman then turns the gun on herself no,
3: we have to get out of here what are you doing here's a piece of advice Never allow the cruel systems of this country to keep you locked up in its cages. Its plans are only to bury you. As for me, I'd rather be buried in the ocean with my ancestors that jumped from the ships. Because they knew. (laughs) Death
0: was
4: better than bondage. Amani appears from the darkness. Not all of your ancestors are at the bottom of the ocean. The strongest ones made it to the shore. They endured. They survived the unsurvivable. Each day the sorrowful sun rose with no hope that night would be different. Still, they pressed on. And through it all, there was but one light of promise in their endless tunnel of despair. And that light is you. If you die now, every dream they kept alive dies with you. So today, there will be no dying, No quitting, no giving in to despair. In every drop of your blood burns the fire of survival. I know this because it's the blood I gave you. From womb to womb, mother to daughter, royal bloodlines lost to history, but surviving all the same. Your legacy stands unbroken. I am your greatest of grandmothers. And as your ancestor, I command you to live.
0: Amani takes her sword and knocks the gun out of a black woman's hand.
4: Who are you? I am what every black woman will find if she looks hard enough in the mirror. I am Queen. We are Queen.
0: just heard Cages written by Kenya Fashaw and directed by Donnie O. Betts. This episode is co-produced, edited, and mixed by Maurice Smith of DiatonicLabs.com. The cast included Nadia Jackson as Evie, Lorraine Edwards as Black Woman, Kurt Sotis from Billy, Latifah Johnson as Life, Chip, and Amani. The theme song is performed by Lorraine Edwards and produced by Maurice Smith. Destination Freedom is sponsored in part by Bonfee Stanford Foundation, the Olympian Fund of the Denver Foundation, the Urban Spectrum, and No Credits Production, LLC. This series can be heard wherever you get your podcasts, at Broadway Podcast Network, or at our website, nocredits.com. Please download, like, and share. I'm producer Donnie Benz. Thanks so much for listening.